This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a Monday afternoon edition. It felt like we've been going live every morning the last couple of days. Uh, but we are back in our normal time slot at 7 p.m. Central Time. So it's good to be back with you. It's good to be back on the show. Looking very forward and very much in reference to uh, the show tonight because we have a lot that we have to get into. A lot that we have to get into. Uh, LSU fires back. Gloria Scott, there are some recordings, along with Clavion Williams from New Orleans, the AAU basketball coach. Matt Moscona retracts his statement. You guys all know what I said, or I think most of you will know what I said last week again about Matt Moscona and what he was saying in reference to firing head coach Ed Orgeron. We're going to touch into all of that. The media got exposed today. Not just Matt Moscona, the USA Today. Everybody's getting exposed for what's going on in covering this LSU story. Some things we need to dig into a little bit more, like I've been telling you, but due process, due process actually will, will win over. Who freaking knew? Trust me, we're going to get to that. I don't care. Some media members are calling me out. Blake, let it ride. Blake, let it be. Bullshit. We're going to get into that. Trust me, we're going to get into that. Also, LSU is swept by Vandy. <laughs> Maybe I'll be a little bit calmer for LSU sweep uh, getting swept. Actually, I won't. 
Also, some media members saying that it's okay to concede a loss on Friday night because Jack Ryder's pitching. We'll get into that as well. What are my takes? Is it time? What are we thinking about Paul Maneri? Um, And we'll go from there. And first off, I do have to say, Jaden Hill, goodness gracious, man. It's very tough. I, I, I hate it for that young man. I hate what's going on. Uh, with that, and I, we'll talk. We'll touch on that as well. What does it mean for LSU? What does it mean for him? And hopefully that it, his recovery uh, gets back better. I know he tore the the UCL and his elbow, um, so we'll get we'll get ready for that. But everyone, do us a favor by everyone hitting the like and share to Facebook. I see that we have someone just sent us some stars. Let's see here. Um, Rami on Facebook Live set uh, sent us some. Stars, Guys, we greatly appreciate that. Every time you send us stars via Facebook, that helps us grow our podcast. It helps us grow everything that we do uh, moving forward. But I'm really excited. Before we get into everything, you guys know that we got to pay some bills around here. We got to talk about our new good sponsors over at Monster Bass. Guys, I'm very excited to talk about Monster Bass. If you're a fisherman and you love to fish, it's that time of the season here in Louisiana. The Sportsman's Paradise. With our new sponsor, Monster Bass, it is a fun and affordable way to get the best new baits on the market. It's a premium subscription. They send you a box every single month and let the pros do the fishing for you with all the good baits and tackle that they will be sending you. They're quickly becoming the number one fishing brand of anglers everywhere. They have the best baits out there from the best brand and you're covered from from top to bottom if you go over to Monster Bass. If you go there, they will give you $10 off their first your first box and your first subscription. You just got to put in AYS10. That's AYS10, and they will know that your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino, sent you by. And our good friends over at GM Varnado & Sons. GM Varnado & Sons has faithfully been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge for over 62 years with their highly trained technicians, and you know there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino at AYS, sent you on by. Okay, so we got a lot to get into. I see a lot of the comments about Moscona. We're going to touch on that. Um, <laughs> but I got to see this one. B says LSU had them receipts. Yeah, LSU did. And let's just start from the beginning because just in case, just in case, not everybody knows what's going on with LSU and the Gloria Scott investigation and what has trickled down. The USA Today came out with an article stating that Darius Geis sexually harassed and which we're still trying to figure out. Okay, in due process, we're still still trying to figure out if that incident occurred. Okay, but that Darius Geis had a confrontation with a security guard at the Superdome during a Catholic High State Championship game at the Superdome. After that encounter, Gloria Scott makes contact with Miriam Seeger. Miriam's, and I'm reading off the notes here because I don't want to get this wrong. Miriam Seeger, when talking to Miss Gloria Williams, now she didn't talk to her. There was a voice recording that was left, a voicemail. She says that Cleveon Williams, an AAU coach in New Orleans, is going to be her representative, and she does not have an attorney. So with all of that being said, she's already putting in place some things and some people that she, is put, uh, that she wants for LSU to have contact with. 
Now, I'm not going to let you listen to all the recordings and all the stuff. You guys can go get that. You can figure it out. But there is one huge thing that it seems as if nobody wants to listen to and nobody wants to hear. This is, and we're going to hear audio from Gloria Scott right here, right now, and what she said, because there is some things that she told to LSU that are a little eye-opening, and still, even though she was under oath, questions that I told you last week should have been asked to her, which were not in a Senate hearing in the State Capitol building, but we're going to hear from Gloria Scott and what she said in referencing money that she wants from LSU. Home Furniture's 76th oh. anniversary is Actually, a very hold big on. deal with lots of very big deals. <laughs> I thought we had it. 40,000 items in I thought we had it. Hold on, guys. For some reason, the ad played. Why did the ad play? I have no idea. Here it comes. Hold on. We got it for you right here. And here is Gloria Scott making her statements in reference to LSU. I'm calling because I did not hear anything back from you all concerning him not to play in that Citrus Bowl. As Ms. Sharon said, Glory was looking for money. Glory was looking for her to be pleased for the fact where I... All right, let me stop right there because I, li- I want you to hear that again. What Gloria Scott just said. What did Gloria Scott just say? Listen to this again. She refers to herself in the third person. Listen to it again closely. Glory was looking for money. Glory was looking for her to get pleased for the fact where I was disrespected. So- and there it is. Gloria Scott leaves Miriam Seeger a voicemail specifically stating that Gloria is looking for money. I am looking for money. We find out from Clavion Williams when she, he sends a text, not, not a text, not only to Miriam Seeger, but Verge Alsberry, telling Verge Alsberry what money he that they want up front so that she'd keep her mouth shut. Let me tell you this right now. This is extortion of all proportions. The USA, now I just wanted to set all that up to tell you what we're going to be talking about now. Because now we got to do some, I don't want to say cleaning in-house, but now we got to do some media cleaning. You want to know why I do a podcast and I'm not, you know, on one of these big stations because I had, I don't have a filter. I can come out here as the CEO, founder of Are You Serious Sports and tell you the actual truth. I don't have an agenda. But guys like a Matt Moscona, people at USA Today, Glenn Gilbo has been in that a little bit, have agendas on what they want to do. Fire Ed Orgeron. Ed Orgeron should be fired. For what? They came out and told you that they had stuff. Scott Woodward went on with Jocks Doucette two and a half or two months ago saying that Coach Ed Orgeron did nothing wrong in our investigation. And I told you last week from the bottom of my heart and I gave you the wink, 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 hint, hint that this was coming. I said, ladies and gentlemen, due process has to go here because we're about to find out something. Did you think that I just pulled that out of my ass? That I wasn't hearing that things were about to happen? Come on, man. But yet we take all of these individuals, we take all of these people's words that come out of their mouth. And I told you last week, they regurgitate stuff that they hear. I told you they didn't read that the Hush Blackwell report. And they're vindicating and showing you that the biggest report that we've had at LSU since, quite honestly, Les Miles got fired. And this part of thing, and Les Miles investigation, they didn't read it. You're an LSU fan, my ass. 
You can graduate from LSU. You can pay LSU. You can be a booster to LSU. But when your propaganda and agenda wants a head coach fired for something he did not do or that we don't have evidence of, it's why I got so pissed off. It is unreal that we have to deal with media members, guys that say that they're they're big for LSU. They love LSU. No, you don't. You rushed to conclusions. And here's what took the cake. Here's what took the cake for me. Everybody listening, all 208 of you. Here's what took the cake. Today, Matt Moscona went on his radio show. And I don't really care at this point. I'm not going to sugarcoat it anymore. He went on his radio show and told and said to all of you, to all of you, this is why we have to have due process. This is why we can't jump to conclusions. Brother, with all due respect, you're the one that ran to conclusions. You're the one that ran to conclusions saying fire Ed Orgeron on your morning show. You're the one who said that this was an ending. And then the fact that you came out on your show after that saying that you know for a fact that the USA Today is going to stop doing some of their reporting on this and digging. Now, they might write a little reports, but they're going to stop digging because they were wrong. Huh. Were you talking to people at the USA Today? Is there an agenda you're trying to pass here? Because, look, guys, I've told you this from the beginning. I'm not an Ed Orgeron homer. Because I think things like what Paul, what's going on with Paul Maneri during, for the LSU baseball team is going to happen. And I'm not going to say that I have not been a homer for some players and some coaches because I have. I'm a Joe Brady homer. Joe Brady and Joe Burrow, quite honestly, could walk on water, uh, figuratively speaking, not like my good, uh, not like Jesus, who we celebrated yesterday for Easter. Uh, but still, it is it is utterworldly, and it's unbelievable that we, guys. Here's the funny thing. You don't, I don't have to talk about LSU. I've built this company to talk about LSU because I love LSU. Somewhere down the line, these guys forgot that this, yes, although it's your job, if you really, Mosquito, y'all saw that? Y'all saw that? But because I, I don't understand, what did you, what did, what did guys like Matt think was going to happen when they said Ed Orgeron's not going to work here? Ed Orgeron's a fake. Ed Orgeron's a phony. He failed at Ole Miss. Yeah, he did all those things. He did all those things. But yeah, we all they all celebrated in 2019 when Joe Burrow and company, Joe Brady and company went out, went down to Tuscaloosa. You were on the uh, literally, literally on your phone saying hollering, saying we've done it. It's like Conor McGregor when he when he fought Jose Aldo or whoever it was. Baby, pull out the red panties. It's red panty night. That was you because you knew that they were going to win the championship and you celebrated when they won the championship. But now that they went five and five and you don't like Ed Orgeron because you're a media elitist and you think that this shit is fine, this shit's not fine. You guys can believe the media all you want. And when I mean media, I'm talking about sports media because I can stay in that realm. I don't get into politics at all. You're listening to individuals that don't read the investigation. They, they don't dig anymore. They get shit fed to them. They don't do the due process. They don't do that for coaching hires. They don't do that for anything. And this is why you come here to AYS to listen. Because we've built this platform. 
I don't have to talk about LSU. I don't have to come on tomorrow. Let's get to a couple comments. <clears throat> Billy says, I'm with you, Blake. Forget them all. Jamie says, did Les ever get any? And who was Les's? Oh, come on. Uh, Billy says, preach it, brother. I appreciate that. I'm getting to as much comments as I can. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm trying to get to some clean ones if I can. Uh, Andy says, LSU was being extorted for money. Again, do we have to listen to that again? Go back to the end, the beginning of the show when I let you listen to Gloria Scott saying, Gloria wants her money. Gloria wants exactly what uh, we told you we wanted because of the disrespect that I got. And the good thing about Miriam Seeger is that she went to the police and filed a police report. And, and, and this whole narrative that people are saying, well, LSU shouldn't have fired back, why not? You know, there's parts of me, and I'm being being very cautious here, that I kind of want to applaud Scott Woodward that, hey, man, if we will deal with the bad shit that goes on at LSU as we should. But if you're going to extort any university in school for money and leave a trail and think LSU's not going to expose that, you're crazy. You're crazy. And it's also funny that the USA Today, Matt Moscona, and all these individuals, the one people and the people that they did not talk to when finding out all of this and, and digging for information, I guarantee you they didn't talk to LSU. Because what LSU would have told you, like they told me and people around LSU, hey, Blake, it's coming. Why do you think I ran out here all week last week saying, wait for due process, wait for due process? Todd says, so-called media has an egg on their face. They do have an egg on their face. They do have an egg on their face. It is unre- it's unrealistic for, for people to think, and, and quite honestly, and I don't understand why some people and some individuals think it's okay and that there's no backlash that should come from this. Because I know if I say something wrong, whether it be the slightest or not, I'm going to get egg on my face and people are going to come after me. But to someone like that, he's who's literally going out there and saying to fire your head coach. For what exactly? Fire him because he's being extorted? And then you want him to go in front of a Senate hearing? I told you they didn't read that Hush Blackwell report. Stephen Miller says, this ain't over. USA Today is still digging. Digging for what? Now, look, there are some things that are in that report I agree. I agree. You need to dig. We need to find out more information on. I'm, I'm going to be the first to tell you there is some of that stuff in there. There's some stuff that went on with Darius Geis we need to still find out. There's some things um, with Stefan Sullivan, but that's kind of coming to an end. There are things that we got to find out and learn more of. But until that day comes, you can't run out there and start spitting off at the mouth because quite honestly, quite honestly, people listen to you. Where does honesty and trust in this business go on anymore? It, it's non-existent. M- majority of the time, it's non-existent. C. King, what's up, C? He says, Glenn and Matt are agents of Satan. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, hell, we got Nick Saban. We have Nick Saban on the um, Louisiana coaches, whatever it was, and he's talking to coaches. So you have a Nick Saban is teaching Louisiana coaches, and we find that like we find that okay. I, I'm going to be a little honest. 
Nick Saban talking to Louisiana coaches, I don't give a shit how good he is, kind of rubs me the wrong way. What the hell is Nick Saban doing talking to Louisiana coaches? Number one, he's building a communication with him. And number two, he's building up some kind of form of, I don't want to say bond or trust. But that doesn't help LSU. Get Nick Saban out there, man. Come on. This whole, this whole, look, I don't know if this is a right thing to say. And because, look, I think that there's people in this industry, guys like um, Mike Scarborough, Buddy Sanji, who are some others? Charles Hanegriff. There are guys in this media world that have been doing this for a long time, a long, long, long time that I respect very dearly. But at the end of at the end of the day, guys, you gotta you gotta you gotta find who you're getting the information from. You gotta you gotta make sure they're giving you the right information. Let's see. Tasha Thibodeau says, "Tell the truth and shame the devil." <laughs> it, it, it's funny to me. Blake Press says, uh, "Quick like a sensei." Talking about the mosquito. Yeah, man. We got these new doors and windows in here about from um, uh, Relief Windows Quality. So we got a couple mosquitoes. Tasha Thibodeau sending us over some cash. Thank you. Um, someone put hashtag Ask Blake. Um, I'm trying to see it. Uh, Bear Granger says uh, Ask Blake. So is the Darius guy stuff all false? Well, here's what we know. We don't know if the interaction's false, but what we do know is that Gloria Scott said something happened, okay, which we still got to figure out what really happened there. But at the very beginning of all this, like it always was, it was he said, she said. It was always he said, she said. And we're trying to... The simple fact that we don't know all the information and that LSU came out with a... Guys, LSU came out with a a Roy Jones Jr., Mike Tyson, Lennox Lewis, uh, Francis Ngannou type haymaker today to the media. Look, I don't think... I don't think that they were doing that to Miss Scott, but you have people that are wanting uh, Ed Orgeron to testify and they're like, look, we're not going to make Ed Orgeron go in there and testify when he's done nothing wrong. I told, look, we talked about this last week. We, In the Hush Blackwell report, Miss Gloria Scott says that she has no idea what coach she spoke to. Okay, then she comes out and says, well, it's actually Ed Orgeron that we spoke to. So let's stop right there. And all of that, okay, well, you know what? Maybe she just didn't know who Ed Orgeron was. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. But we do have contradicting stories there. Like complete contradicting stories. So when it comes to the fact that we have the contradiction and LSU really hasn't said much other than the simple fact that LSU hasn't done anything wrong, um, then what, let's see. Because she contradicts herself in the Hush Blackwell report. And it's over there multiple times that we find that out. So then out today we find out that the accusations against Ed, Coach Ed Orgeron are false to an, to an extent and that it was a lot about money. C. King says, Matt Muscona hates, or hates, oh, he hates him so much, he wants LSU to fail to make him look right. You know, I don't know. You know, see, it feels that way. Guys, if LSU goes down, okay, 
Um, when all this goes down, we have to find out the simple fact. I'm trying to read a text. But getting back to see, it, it feels that way. It feels that way. So, yeah, a couple of people are texting me saying this thing about YouTube and take it off of kid mode. I thought I did. There we go. It's off of kid mode. There we go. Uh, Kenny says, true, and Matt gives less a pass for his accusations. Well, here's here's what I don't understand, too, is that we protect Will Wade, right? Like, So Will Wade was legitimately on an FBI wiretap saying, I gave that kid a strong-ass offer. Now, I've been on the boat saying we got to know more about what the strong-ass offer is. If he's still being investigated, okay. If we're still, if they're still trying to find out due process and find evidence on Will Wade, fine. But to either say number one that he's guilty or number two that he's not, we got to find out. We don't know. You can't make a judgment. But to defend Will Wade and God forsake Jesus, and we're going to talk about this. This is what pissed me off this week. We have media members out there saying it's okay to lose. LSU got bad baby Friday night from Jack Leiter. Well, it's okay. Yeah, we know Jaden Gill got hurt, but Alex Brady came out. It's okay because Jack Leiter was on the mound. We weren't winning this game anyway. Losing is never acceptable at Louisiana State University. Ever. Not in baseball, not in basketball, sure as hell not in football. And the whole thing, and I hate the comparison of, you know, comparing sports. I don't like comparing football to baseball. I don't like comparing baseball to basketball. I don't like comparing basketball to football. I hate those analogies. Like, I I legitimately hate those analogies. What I will say that the one thing and one exception that I will give is that when you lose at LSU, it's not acceptable. Matt Moscona's running out there saying it's okay. It's okay that we lost. It's okay. Dog, I don't know where you came from because in Franklinton, Louisiana, that ain't okay. And Hammond, Louisiana, at my house right here, losing ain't okay. I am not okay with losing. I hate losing more than I love to win unless it's a nat. I hate it. Ain't going to deal with it. Uh, Jamar Jackson says the legal term is blackmail. Actually, the legal term is extortion. Because she blackmailed or extort, tried to extort them for money. When it when money started to come off the hands, then it was fine. Craig Ranger says, tell Matt to go kick it with his people in Austin, Texas. We should, man. We should. Richard says, uh, Tom Galligan has been dealt an awful hand between COVID and this battle. It's entirely not fair for an interim president to have to deal with a huge, this huge of a black eye. It's nice to see him waiting for due process to play out. Kudos to kudos to Galligan. And, and, and Richard, I'm going to be honest. I agree with you there. And I also would say that it's the same thing with Scott Woolward. I mean, look, he's been dealt with COVID. He's been dealt with this, all of this crap. Not just Ed Orgeron, Darius Geisen. I mean, you got the Will Wade stuff. Everybody's on his ass about firing Paul Maneri. I I get it. He was also dealt a bad hand. But it doesn't matter it who you are. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're a human being and you try to extort what today meant, if you're a human being 
and you try to extort LSU for money, they're going to fire back, especially on stuff like this. And and now the truth is, you know, when you when people start backpelling on fire fire Ed Orgeron, fire Ed Orgeron, now here's here's the funny part: they're not coming out with anything, right? Like they're trying to backpedal, they're trying to throw some stuff out there, even though the audios. Here's the crazy thing: the USA Today and people from the Advocate are saying, well, 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 Gloria Scott said this. Well, you weren't giving the same due diligence to Ed Orsron a week ago. You weren't doing that. I think it's hilarious that we can't let listen to both parties. So we can listen to Gloria Scott, but we can't listen to LSU and Ed Orsron. We can listen to LSU and Ed Orsron, but not Gloria Scott. If LSU did something wrong, blister that ass. Blister that ass. But until that day comes... We have to give with the hand that we're dealt. Mike Scarborough, who I just gave a really nice, um, what do you want to call it, guys? A, 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 I told you guys that I respected Mike Scarborough and the work that he does. He says, what's your pulse rate? Gumbo. You know what it is? Purple and gold. That's what it read. It read, I will defend, I will defend LSU and I will defend what's right. When it's when it's due just. John Ditch, he says, this country is now guilty until proven innocent. It's a shame that you have to, it's a shame that you have to prove your innocence when this is the legal term that everybody tries to uphold, right? I mean, what we should be talking about is LG baseball, which we'll get to in just a second. What we should be talking about is that, well, Blake, why are you taking Baylor plus four and a half? <laughs> like those are the things that we should be talking about. But I don't really give two Rudy Poos all of that that's going on. Sports that we actually cover that's going on because we have to talk about this. Look, other podcasts, other people, they want to not do it. That's fine. That's your opinion. You started your podcast for your own reasons. Don't tell me how to run mine. Don't tell me how to defend LSU. Don't tell me how to defend Ed Orgeron when it's just. But also, it confirms me, Matt Moscona, quite honestly, brother, you better check your sources. You better check your sources because there's a reason why LSU wasn't running shit out there or people weren't running shit out there last week. Why do you think that that was? You took your shot to get Ed Orgeron fired, you missed. Bottom line. Guys, bottom line, that's what happened. I don't care when anybody, I don't care what the agenda is. And I'm using Matt Moscona as a, because he's out here front and foremost, and all of this, he's not the only one. He's not the only one. There's multiple amounts of people that are saying to fire Ed Orgeron for, for this. What are they saying now? Because I ain't seen shit. I ain't seen one doodly-doo or one Rudy-poo. A couple more, we'll get to some LSU baseball. Uh, C. King says, putting Saban in the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame is a complete joke. At least wait until he's retired to do that. I do agree with that. I wish that they would have um, they would have waited. I mean, the guy's still coaching at Alabama. But, I mean, hey. Uh, Andy says, you're right, Blake. Glenn Gilbo is just as bad. He also has an agenda. Seems that way. Seems that way. Uh, and then Craig says this about stealing recruits. That's a point. I mean, man, why is he at the Louisiana Coaches Clinic? Why? And then why is he there with your coach? You know, like, why? 
I, that that part I don't get. Now maybe someone can give me a justification as to why that happened. But you know it's fun. You know what's funny about all that? Ed Orgeron says that dominating de- pretty much. Ed Orgeron comes out and says, "Guys, dominating defense is dead." That's our triple D of this show. You guys know this if you've tuned in before. Dominating defense is dead. Ed Orgeron says that. Yeah, but your defense was a hundredth. You suck. Nick Saban comes out here and says, hey, guys, dominating defenses are dead. Oh, my God, he's so right. Holy shit. What's the difference? Yeah, the national titles are different. I understand that. (laughs) It's crazy. Jesus. Um, Scarborough says, thanks for the kind words, my friend. No problem. No problem. You do a, you do a great job, my friend. Brian says, uh, comes down to reading the report. All those jump the gun, give Owen a pod. He look. I'm just going to speak for Moscona's sake here, uh, or for what the context they were writing. I'm not speaking for the man. I can't speak for the man today. He should have came out and apologized or gave a redacted statement. He didn't. What he did was, and the crazy thing in all this. Is that, is that he said it was your fault, the fans' fault, all 207 of you. All 207 of you watching on all three platforms, he said it was your fault that you did not wait for due diligence, that you should have waited until things came out. Brother, <laughs> pot, meat, kettle. I get what you're saying here, Ryan. Ryan on YouTube says you're as good as your sources. Yeah, especially when you're coming out with something like that. Tasha Thibodeau says cancer culture about to get their ass canceled. That uh, pendulum swings both ways. I agree with that. I agree with that. It is. John says hashtag ask Blake it's Masters Week. It is. I'm really looking forward to it. John, are they are they and you guys might be able to tell me this? How are they? They're allowing fans in. Like there's going to be some capacity, right? I forgot. I, I remember seeing something about it, but I can't. I, I don't vividly remember. Not off the top of my head. Eric Wright says USA Today dropped articles on signing day. This is another good point by Eric. He says USA Today dropped articles on signing day football, and the damn day when LSU was trying to interview Freeman for the DP, DC position. Uh, crazy timing, huh? And you know what's crazy about that? Um, Matt Moscona said today that that uh, and kind of gave him lieu to his connection with the USA today. It's Blake Rafino's fault. You know what? It's Blake Rafino's fault that people are running out here with their agendas. It's Blake Rafino's fault that he comes on live in front of fans, in front of people that love LSU. It's Blake Rafino's fault that he tells you the truth. It's Blake Rafino's fault, sarcasm all by the way, that, I, that I'm that i out here telling you the actual truth and trying to push out the right agenda and have to deflect. I'm like a hockey goalie. I'm like Goldberg back there. Giving donuts to Jenny uh, the Cat. You gotta, I mean, come on. I don't I, I don't get this worked up, but yes, I am pretty worked up. A couple more, we'll get to some baseball. I keep saying that. Josh says, love the show, obviously, but I will disagree to a point you brought up on a previous show regarding Brennan. Okay, I like this. Uh, he did have a bad accuracy percentage, but let's be honest, wide receivers 
weren't uh, what L.A. Jesus, talking about Joe Burrow, had on drops were an issue, if you remember correctly, early last season. I think Miles should have a chance to lose a job outside of injury. Josh, I respect that take, and I, and let me say this. Um, I, I get what you're saying, but not they didn't have 10 drops against Missouri on third down. I mean, he dropped back 57 times against Mississippi State. I mean, look what Max – look, Max Johnson's more accomplished right now than Miles Brennan. And I think that Miles Brennan is not as good as uh, Max Johnson. Not all around. Not all around. Um, the, 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 the. C. King says they run the local newspaper in Homa, the Homer, the Homa. Uh, there you go. And they constantly write articles bashing LSU. Of course they are. Of course they are. Yeah, and look, I just feel like a lot of these guys are media elitist. You know, they're the guys at the wine bar, a wine loft, saying, <laughs> Hey, Rick, did you see my new Porsche out there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Porsche driving, think you know whiskey drinking. Brother, I'm from Franklinton, Louisiana, where moonshine is the capital. Okay? Don't come to me with drinking. Y'all listen to that dude, though, man. That's what bothers me the most. Is y'all listen to stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Bill, did you see my 401k statement last week? I have 2.3 mil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick. Fair point, um, says Josh. Thanks, Josh. All right, let's get to some LSU baseball, then we'll get into... I know you guys probably want to talk about Paul Maneri possibly getting canned. Oh, God. At least we can say it's for on-the-field reasons. All right, let's get to a couple sponsors. And nothing better than our good friend, uh, John Patton, over at Area Home Lending. Guys, if you're thinking about buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash out refi, the timing has never been better. 225-663-2500. That's 225-663-2500. If you mention this show, I know John will send his team out for a free appraisal. Again, that's 225-663-2500. And tell him Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. And our good friend, Mr. Roche, Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape. Guys, it is time. The season is here. He's got all of his crews that can come out and make your lawn look the absolute best. 225-937-7220. That's 225-937-7220. Because when time and life catches up with you, you know that you want your grass looking good. Again, that's 225-937-7220. Tell him your friend, Blake Rafino at AYS. Sent you on by. Okay, what do you guys want to... Uh, what do you want to talk about with Paul Maneri? Okay, so we can talk about this. They got swept by by uh, Vanderbilt, okay? And I made the point earlier, I'm not okay with people saying it's okay with, uh, with conceding a loss on Friday. Like, it's never okay for you to lose. Let's get that shit understood. No questions whatsoever. Um, but a lot of people have been messaging me when I put this out there LSU is 36 and 38 in SEC play since 2018 now I know that they didn't play in 2020 I understand that but 2018 2019 and now in 2021 they're 36 and 38 or no let me back up 
Not 36 and 38. 33 and 36. I retract my statement. I was wrong. See what I did there? Maybe did I do it on purpose? 33 and 36. It's okay when people, when you, when you tell people you're wrong. You're human. 33 and 36. It's never okay. It is never okay when you're this prestigious of a school. You're LSU. You have the intimidator in the right field that you should be 33 and 36 in three years, going on four. And quite honestly, it's not getting better. The rant that I had, and yes, I'm going to talk about Jaden Hill in just a second. The rant that I had about all of this was this. Is why in Rudy Pooh hell do you have four guys in your lineup batting to on 200 or less? Why? Oh, my God. Well, Blake, that's your boy Hayden Travinsky out there. What are you doing? What are you doing, Blake? You should have Malazzo in there. I never said he should come in from Malazzo. I never said that. But a guy, a kid that has 30 at-bats, you're already writing off, but then all of a sudden you want K. Beloso in your lineup. Why? I like K. Beloso, but he has, quite honestly, over the last couple of seasons, gotten worse when it comes to being at the plate. You have the uh, Saffer kid in center field. Kid came out and said that he's never played center field a day in his life. And he's out there in center field. I get the the Giacomo's hurt. I understand that. And let me make this reference, too, because people thought I didn't say this. Mo Hampton's in the transfer portal. I had a whole rant Friday and Saturday about that as well. But you can't convince me that Mo Hampton wasn't better than Saffer. How can you? You can't. You're going to tell me that Mo Hampton, who was starting to get on the roll in his freshman year before COVID, is not better? Get out of here with that. But what I want to know is this. How many of you in this chat, in this in this show, think Paul Maneri should go? Because, you know, I just came off of, uh, of a rant saying don't fire Ed Orgeron, and it's Rudy Poo to do that. But that was off the field stuff. This is on the field. Very quickly, I hate it for Jaden Hill. You know, look, if Jaden goes top five, top ten, top 15, yeah, don't come back to LSU. Even if he goes in the first round, look, don't come back to LSU. You know, there's nothing that benefits him here. The only thing is, is that, and I'm going to make a statement. This is on the field. I haven't talked to anybody. It's just an opinion. I haven't sourced it or anything like that. I don't know that if Jay, that Jaden Hill is going to get taken in the first round that it, like everybody thinks. Guys, in three, in three seasons, two seasons, he's been hurt. The other one was COVID. A kid that's only pitched 40 to 45 innings in his, in, in his college career, and we're saying he's a top five pick. Does he have top five stuff? Absolutely. Is he a top five prospect? Absolutely. But injuries are in there, and injuries are a concern. Let's see here. Uh, Byford on Facebook Live says, LSU is going through what the Atlanta Braves fans did in the late 90s. We have been spoiled by great times, and when it goes south a little, it looks and feels awful. Um, I agree a little bit with you there, but you're last in the SEC West. So in 2000, you are coming off your top. Like, you are coming off. And if you're losing, it should be questioned. I don't think that fans questioning Paul Maneri for having four guys in the lineup batting below 200 is outrageous. Not even close. Not even close. 
I mean, can anybody in here justify to me why four guys batting below 200 is even remotely a good thing? Well, Blake, it's defense. Well, your defense was shit. Your defense is played like shit. If you're going to give up the runs anyway because of bad defense and pitching, might as well put the guys out there that can freaking hit the ball. People saying Safford that Safford should be in center field every day. Don't know baseball and think that they do and they don't. The ch- Look, I, I think that Safford should be in the middle infield. I think he'll play there. He's not a center fielder. Never played there before. That's not a knock on the kid. He's just never played. Craig Schilling says elite media members uh, Twitter drop coming in three, two, one. They won't come with it. And you know what? Here's another thing. Uh, back to Craig, to Craig's point here. Here's another thing. Even if they do, you better damn well source it because they were proven wrong today. <laughs> After all that shit. Uh, Todd says Gannett owns the home of paper, same company that owns USA Today. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm also not in Homa. Blake Doucette says, uh, hashtag ask Blake, according to the latest rankings, let's lost the last three series to the top three of six games. Let me read that again. Let's lost the last three series to top three of six teams. But doesn't get better on out. I think you're talking about Paul. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't get better at all. Not even in the slightest. Uh, so we'll see. Craig says, number one, Vandy, number nine, Tennessee teams in the country. Got to get it together. No excuse for being swept. I, look, there's one thing about losing the series. There's another thing about getting swept. I don't think people fully understand what being swept means. <laughs> Guys, you got swept. I mean, that's horrendous. Uh, Darren, I like that, Darren. Thank you so much, brother. Darren sends 235 stars to our Facebook. Darren, I greatly appreciate that, my man. Thank you very much. Um, Blake Doucette says, but that's what happened when you swing at the first pitch or swing in the dirt. Yeah, there's a lot of inconsistency at the plate. A lot of inconsistency. Josh says that Paul's got to go. Ryan says Paul's got to go. And Mark says it's time for a change at LSU baseball just saying. Well, even if he's got to shake up the complete staff. Now, I know a lot of people are talking about Andy Cannizzaro. Stop you right there. Andy Cannizzaro is not coming back to LSU. Again, not for that part. And I mentioned this Saturday, Friday and Saturday. It's not sourced. But come on, man. I mean, it's a little sourced. I put some feelers out there about this Andy Cannizzaro thing. It's not going to happen. Not with what's going on with Gloria Scott and LSU and the sexual allegation stuff. It's not. It's not at all. All right, guys. We do have a um, the men's national championship game. Give me Baylor plus five. I know that Jalen Suggs came off that terrific shot. I know that he was a great football player. I know Gonzaga's undefeated. I'm just going to take Baylor from what I saw over the last couple of games. I think that they're too physical and too dynamic, too uh, too athletic. They shoot the ball well. Uh, their defense is really good. I kind of want to see Gonzaga win in a way. I want to see an undefeated team. But, but, I just don't know if the Zags can get it done. So, I'm going to take Baylor plus five and a half. I think Baylor's your national champion. But, I do think it's really close. I th- And I kind of want Gonzaga to win. I just, I don't know. 
Maybe I'm a little biased because I got Baylor in my bracket. I got the Zags in one too, but still. Still. Jamar says, LSU needs a new voice at head coach. It happens to a lot of coaches. And quite honestly, it happens to every one of them besides Nick Saban. <laughs> Hell, it's happened to Urban Meyer twice. I know it's baseball, but still. I mean football, but still. Derek says, I do, n- I do never been that great. Dude has never been that great, I guess. Uh, he has been re- getting the recruits. He's been getting out of Skip's name. Well, look, it, it's the house that Skip built. I don't really care that LSU wins it every year like they did in the 90s. I don't really care about that. But, guys, this ain't it. This ain't it. Uh, Justin Brown says, can we admit Vandy is the best AAA team in the SEC? Justin, I get what you're doing there. Um, but they wouldn't beat a triple-A team. They might be a triple-A team in a game, maybe. I don't think that they will. I mean, you're talking about professionals. Um, but it, but regardless, you shouldn't get swept. And even if, even if, if you want to talk about, well, LSU's really young, Vandy's the youngest team in the SEC. Well, Vandy this, Vandy that. Well, God dog it, you're LSU. You should recruit better, and you should get guys that can come in and play. Guys, we have a... Safford, Will Safford's hitting 100 and batting in the two-hole. 100. Y'all trying to convince me that it's okay for a kid who's never played center field to be batting in the two-hole? That's like putting me at running back for LSU or wide receiver. It's not going to win you games. <laughs> Come on. Derek says, uh, David says, excuse me, swept means getting your butts handed to you. I agree. Uh, Charlie Viator says, Blake Dean, question mark, next coach. I, I don't think so. Maybe. I mean, if maybe if – maybe. I don't know. He hasn't really won a lot, though, too, there. So we'll see. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Let's go watch some NCAA Men's Basketball National Championship. Thank you guys uh, for hanging in with us. Uh, Kenny says, where's Call the Cat? I don't know. I hadn't seen him tonight. I hadn't seen him. But, guys, we will see you tomorrow uh, afternoon at 7 p.m. As always, we thank our good partners over at Believe Podcast. Until then, guys, we'll see you soon. Have a good night. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.